0: After you binge Beck and Soda's podcast, binge on Fringe
1: and save 25% on selected Fringe shows. Visit bankSA.com.au for more details. TNC's ticket purchase limits at exclusions apply. Offer N170324. I think they're a mix of calm and crazy. They're just fun. They're like
0: a married couple, they're hilarious. SAFM
2: breakfast. We're Beck and Soda. Start listening. <laughs>
3: Welcome along to the podcast.
2: Oh, how happy would you be if you won $200 million
3: tomorrow? Oh, it's the big Powerball Jackpot Is tomorrow Jack night. Hmm, You got a ticket yet?
2: No, I got a ticket in last week's one. It's still in the fridge, but I assume that that someone would have
3: told me. Well, absolutely. No, we're too hungy. That is, uh, what, how much do you really need? Like, what would be your tipping point to go, I'm out of here for good?
2: Um. As in, are you trying to buy me off? Mm. <laughs> You're trying to get me out. What would be, like, um, that's
3: it, I'm going to completely change my life and upturn it. How many million? Ten. You're ten? <laughs> what, yeah. You reckon ten? Yeah.
2: couldn't do it with five. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my tasting <laughs> shoes? Wow. <laughs> 10. Ten. Ten. Well, I could have said the full two hundred. <laughs> well, I, I was being, I was being lot not greedy.
3: Well, if you win Division One tomorrow night, let's make sure that no more than nineteen others do, or you're not going to be able to survive.
2: No, <laughs> you're poor. Street. Well, oh. come on, it's we're just in la la land here. Oh, what would you say? Oh, I'm happy with my life at the moment. No. Money can't buy happiness. All that. No, I want crap. fifty mil. You want that 50. That would buy me happy. Oh, how mm. come Will you judge me for 10 and you've gone for 50? Because
3: it's more fun judging you. <laughs> <laughs> judge how it works. Judge, yeah. judge. Okay, let's uh, get into this podcast, shall we? Beck and Soda.
2: This is SAFM's
3: Beck and Soda. Now, Beck, I've got to say that uh, your daughter started her first day of high school yesterday. Yeah, she did. You had a little parents' orientation evening. How did that yes, go? Yes,
2: we had our parent information night. It's funny because you all sit in the classroom, like, oh, you're, yes. the, like you're the like you're the kids, you're the kids. Yeah. Um, uh, and no,
3: uh, right, where did you sit when you walked in? Okay, because this defines what you were like as a student.
2: No, it's the opposite. I sat up the back with the, where the cool kids would sit because as a child, I always sat up the front where the nerds sat. So oh, yeah. I'm trying to reinvent myself. Were you a nerd? Yes, I was a massive nerd. Genuine nerd. A, like a genuine nerd, yeah. What was,
3: how expansive was your friendship group?
2: Um, it was. It was. You small. and who else? Uh, <laughs> I had a couple of friends. Yeah. Um. But I was. I was the kid who. Um. You know how? And it's sad. But in my day, it wasn't cool to answer questions in class. Mm-hmm. I always had my hand up first, and they were like, anybody else? <laughs> You've already your... answered. Oh really? You answered the last seven questions, Becky. Put your hand down <laughs> and go back to reading Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> at the <laughs> back. Oh. That's the so much of a nerd that when I was in the classroom they have um they had lots of grammar charts. Like they had the difference between your and your and it's mm. and it's and the theirs, and I was just reading them and I felt so happy. But Reading understood grammar
3: understood where to put the apostrophes. <laughs> yeah. um, it just made me really happy. How would it roll out, the parents? Um, what, what were your other classmates like, the f- other parents?
2: Um, yeah, they were pretty pretty nice. Um, we Ooh, all had name tags. A
3: little hesitancy well, on just, that one, um, JB, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, they were
2: pretty <laughs> yeah, nice. I guess was, yeah.
3: Don't like um, them, do you? No, no. well, Come on.
2: there was questions at the end. <laughs> and there like were them. also <laughs> refreshments <laughs> outside. Like, and so I was...
3: Refresh- refreshments or refreshments?
2: Refreshments. Oh,
3: really? <laughs>
0: There's nothing worse than parents when you know you're done
2: asking I know.
3: questions.
0: Asking Don't questions.
3: ask questions.
2: Don't. Somebody asked are there parental controls on the laptop? And I went, there are parental <laughs> controls. <laughs> you can do that. What other
3: questions are you getting?
2: Um, uh, about whether you can put stickers on the laptops. Oh, really? The big hit, hard <laughs> yeah. um, There was a lot of chat about the lengths of girls' dresses being what?
3: inappropriate. What is the appropriate length?
2: Yeah. Um, Grazing the knee, what? my girl's a,
3: a good ten centimeters above the knee. Wow. I'm gonna, yeah,
2: I'm gonna have to take them get their dresses taken down.
3: My high school was a centimeter below the butt cheek.
2: <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: Oh Beck, we just had uh, Sam Hart on from America, who obviously discovered that uh, her initial, when you put it with her surname, on her email, gives her all sorts of issues. S heart. Yeah. Poor shardy. thing. Um, we've had a little look around here at some of these uh, email addresses, and we've also got a few come in on our auto masters text line. Oh, four, triple eight, 52 one Oh seven. Um, there is a doctor in Gilly's Plains. He's Dr. B on. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: He, um, gets the munchies. He'd
3: be in therapeutic type medicine. <laughs> is it TAC? TAC. Progr- uh, what about, Oh, here's another one. Um, Sarah long. S- yeah. Oh, yep. Poor okay. Sarah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Beck Alcock. No. But Th- these are legit ones too. Uh, Pe-
2: Bo- yeah, no. got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, unfortunate.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one I just thought of because um, that Channel Seven in Melbourne, the newsreader mm. is Essendon Premiership star Tim Watson. Mm. Tim Watson. Uh, ah, yeah, um,
2: yeah, that's unfortunate. Um,
3: and what about this one coming through on the Auto Masters, Mordo Masters text line o four triple fifty two one o seven? Let's have a look here. Uh, morning, Beck and Soda. I'm not sure what Sam's issue is. I've got a lot more problems. Love your show. Chris Littman.
2: <laughs> this is SAFM's back and Soda. You know, getting up at ridiculous o'clock like we do, mm. the most important thing in my life that I'm
3: so obsessed and fixated on. Let me guess. It's got to be sleep. Sleep. It has to be, doesn't it?
2: Sleep. The quality of sleep.
3: Give me a rough uh, hour average a night.
2: Um, I go to bed about 9.30 and get up about... Four thirty—that's seven.
3: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah,
2: yeah it's—I mean, a seven should be enough, but for me, it's not.
3: No, I think nine's nine's my sweet spot. And I of course, I don't
2: get set because if I go to bed at nine thirty, I'll lay there for half an hour, mm. and I might wake up before my alarm. So when I was scrolling through Instagram, which I rarely do, yeah, <laughs> you just yawned mm. talking about sleep. Mm. This pop-up ad came up that said, "Improve the quality of your sleep." Now the photo was a bit weird because it was a photo of a woman who had tape over her mouth. It looked a little bit like creepy, like a kidnap scene. Right. Anyway, this mouth tape promises to promote nasal breathing, which leads to a better sleep. Mm. Um, And there's also other stuff. They reckon it like changes the structure of your jaw and also reduces bad breath from mouth breathing. I'm like, okay.
3: Just breathe through my nose as you're talking, go. Your airways—it feels, it feels pretty, a little restrictive.
2: Mm. It, yeah, mm. your airways are pretty large, though, mate. I reckon you'd be getting a fair bit of oxygen.
3: <laughs> I think I've one block. Um, that scares me, though. That if you, you so you what yeah. you tape your mouth shut.
2: Yeah, so it trains you to breathe
3: through your nose.
2: Right. Um, anyway, they arrive tomorrow. Yep.
3: Yeah. Oh, you bought so them online. So it's a
2: piece of sticky tape. What,
3: what am I looking at here?
2: The price.
3: Where is the price?
2: There. Where? I.
3: What? <laughs> are you kidding me? How much? Respire Sleep Strips, $93. For sticky tape. Mate, it's like a lasterplast. It's what you tape your fingers with when you pop a a finger in netball or football. I got a
2: three-month supply, so I thought a dollar a day was
3: okay. $93 for some finger tape. Oh, you put on what? They got you. They got me. You're kidding. You. I kind of forgot I paid that. I went oh, That seems
2: reasonable. And then I got the receipt and I went, "Whoa, I was ripped
3: off." Hang on. So essentially, all you need to do is have your lips taped, right? Yeah. So you could use any sort of electrical tape, mm. races well, tape. I, a,
2: I wouldn't use electrical tape. I don't well, want to wax at the same time. Well,
3: two for one. Mm. Um, <laughs> 93 bucks for some it'd be a dollar at bunnings do you know what's gonna happen i already
2: know i'm gonna use it the first night i'm gonna wake up suffocating (laughs) and choking and i'm gonna pin it
0: worst night's sleep ever it's ridiculous i'd
3: love to know if anyone's had a crack Mm. caitlin from hillier caitlin have you been taping your mouth shut
0: absolutely every night for about three four months now
3: right how did you come across this idea
0: Same thing as Beck. I saw something on Facebook, I reckon, and I was not willing to get scammed and pay $93.
3: -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, I went to Chemist Warehouse and I have, like, medical tape. Yep. Um, I've been using that and it's incredible. For $6, it's lasted me three months. (laughs) Wow.
3: What?
2: Hang on, you paid $6? For three months? Yeah, Beck, you got scammed. Oh! Ah. Does it
0: work, though, Caitlin? Absolutely. My breathing is so much better. Um, really? I used to wake up with a blocked nose all the time. I can breathe perfectly through my nose. I'm also sleeping for the full eight to 10 hours.
3: Caitlin, do you feel like you're suffocating now when you first do it until you get used to it?
0: I think the first day was a little bit difficult, but
2: after that, it gets quite easy.
3: Right. Okay. I love Chemist it. Chemist Warehouse. Six, $6, sellers,
2: six bucks. Six bucks. But mine, I don't have medical tape though, Caitlin. Mine's actually a sleep strip, so oh it's God. different. <laughs> That's why you pay the 93. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Did you hear that stat? that 90,000 Australian adults have taken up vaping over the past three months, making 1.7 million vapers in
3: Australia? that is a lot, isn't it? Because you obviously don't see as many smokers, although I've got to say, you know, the building we're in, mm. um, when you sneak down, because it's shared by a whole range of different uh, businesses, when you go out the back door to go to the car park, mm. there are a lot of data, or like five or six of them just congregate there in a plume of smoke <laughs> yeah, in true. the little back of it, near the car park. Now, um, oh, I can't believe so many people... Because it was essentially introduced to help people quit smoking, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: and now it's become a problem of its own. So, tough new laws have come into place. You probably saw in the news yesterday there was a big raid on illegal vapes that have come in mm. illegal disposable um, vapes. They seized about 150,000 in a shipment um, worth 4.5 million. So, the only way you can get a hold of them now legally is yes. to get a prescription through your doctor. Mm. But there's a huge black market demand for them, and there's a lot of problems in schools with them.
3: Absolutely. No doubt, I reckon there are so many teen boys and just uh, noticing on summer going down to the beach. Um, have a bit of a swim. So many young boys, I reckon 13, 14, 15, are vaping. You see these little plumes yeah. of smoke just pop up, and you get that sweet strawberry sugary smell around all the time.
2: Yeah, and, and we were hearing reports of um, teenagers being uh, unable to get through their year 12 exams without nicotine patches because they're so badly addicted and we, we just, I thought, kind of got smoking under control and now there's this vaping oh, yeah, scourge. Um, my kids say that they're doing it in the toilets at school and they're having to, I don't know, I think they're introducing technology so you can detect the vapes in the toilets. And I'm mm. not naive. I'm sure my kids will
3: try it. Yeah, well, let's hope that they don't take it up because it is a horrible, horrible thing. Um, one of my good mates, Mooney, when we were growing up, Mooney was getting the nicotine patches, right, God. to try and give up the darts because he was on them nonstop. But then he got to the point where he was nicotine patches, each arm and darting. I'm serious, I promise. Mooney. Oh, Mooney was nuts. He was getting that much nicotine into his system that uh, I tell you, he, he wasn't didn't have vapes back then. But uh, Mooney's on the vapes now as well. Mate, you oh. just gotta give him up.
2: Mooney has an addictive personality.
3: <laughs> like you wouldn't believe.
2: Okay. <laughs> you have some messed up. Do you
3: friends, know why mate? Uh, Mooney, you know what Mooney's nickname is besides Mooney? Mm-hmm. Mooney the Looney for that reason. Does Mooney
2: the Looney have a Mrs. Mooney the Looney? Not anymore. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. There's no secrets with Automaster's AutoCam. Real-time video reporting, direct from your Automaster's technician.
0: (laughs) Got a secret, can you keep it?
3: Beck and Soda, secrets of the suburbs. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Only on SAFM.
2: Well, if you have a secret, you can unburden yourself and uh, we will pay you and uh, cover your voice up so you will remain anonymous.
3: Absolutely. au is where you need to go. Right, this one, Beck. there's been a bit of controversy about it given that... Well, there's a topic here that is very, very sensitive. The legal stopped and said, hang on, we've got to get this checked, even though it's anonymous, before we let it go to air.
2: It's around paternity.
3: Now, this situation, when I listen to it, just I go, oh, God, it makes me really, really, not so much angry, but it makes me really scared.
2: Yeah, but see, I can see where the woman's coming from.
3: And from a male point of view, you just sit there and go, what? I have no power. I don't Mm -hmm. understand. I don't get a say in this situation. Let's find out about it. While you're listening. Have a think about, is this right or is this wrong? All
2: right, Anonymous, tell us your story.
1: So I have a five-year-old daughter um, and my ex-partner for five years has been under the impression that she is his biological daughter, but I'm actually not sure. (laughs) Okay. What actually happened, why this happened is, um, so I found out that he had been cheating on me. The night after we broke up, I went and slept with someone else. Um, I went out with the girls and I I ended up going home with someone. And then two weeks later, I found out that I was pregnant. (laughs) So literally until this day, I still don't actually know whose biological daughter she is. And I've never told him any different. Um, I, I don't know. I suppose I kind of just like the idea that he might be sitting out there feeling guilty, and it sort of feels like punishment for him cheating on me. That sounds awful when it comes out of my mouth, <laughs> and I feel, I feel awful. I, I just haven't said anything. I haven't even told my fiancé, who I'm currently, I have two more children with.
3: How long were you with uh, your boyfriend before it all ended?
1: So we were together for two years.
3: Mm -hmm. And he cheated on you. How'd you find out he cheated?
1: So a girl that I was friends with at the time sent me a photo from his bed.
3: Knowing (laughs) that that was your man?
1: Ah, yes. Whoa.
2: Okay. Okay. So you end it with him, you sleep with the other guy, you get pregnant, then you tell the ex that you're pregnant and then do you get back together?
1: I I hadn't planned to actually, so... He pretty well got down on his knees and begged to be a part of our life. And he said he wanted to um, participate in his child's life. And then, uh, so we did actually end up getting back together. He promised that he would never hurt me again, Mm -hmm. cheat on me. And yeah, we got back together. And then um, a month before I had my daughter, I found messages from multiple girls he'd been having sex with in our house. While I was at work.
3: Right. So he's cheated. He finds out you're pregnant. You take him back. He cheats again. So did you dump him then?
1: Yes. Yeah, I did. And then um, we lived in the same house for a while, um, which was really awkward. We had a lease in both of our names. And then when she was three months old, he moved to Sydney.
2: And has no contact with the child now, even though he thinks it's his.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It could be his though. Possibly.
1: Um. (laughs) I don't know.
3: How are you dealing with this emotionally?
1: It's been something that I've always wondered about. (laughs) Um, I actually don't know the guy who I slept with. Um, It was a one-night stand. (laughs) Um, And I don't know how to contact him because I don't have any of his contact details. So it's always sort of weighed on me that I just don't know who her dad is. What
2: about for your daughter? Do you think she deserves some certainty? Have you thought about doing a DNA test just for her peace of mind so she knows who her dad is?
1: Yeah, I have. Um, Also for health reasons, you know, at least if I do know that he is her biological daughter, I would know that if he has any pre-existing health conditions, I would know about it.
3: The only issue you've got here is you would have to try and get hold of some of his DNA because you don't know the other blokes.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So if he
3: actually thinks he is the father, there'd be no reason he'd give you the DNA. You'd have to go and do some sort of shifty and go and grab the coffee cup or the toothbrush.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen.
2: So your new fiancé also doesn't know. And is he a good
1: father to her? He's amazing. He is like a angel.
3: I'm glad that you guys are happy now and I think it's great that your daughter has found a stepdad who is going to be really fantastic for her.
1: Yeah,
2: so do I. Well, Anonymous, thank you so much for sharing your secret with us today.
1: Thank you, guys. Um, It it kind of feels nice to get it off my chest in a weird way even though it's like anonymous and no one will know about it. It's kind of nice that it's not just something that I know anymore. It's therapy that we pay you for. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yes, thank you. Got a secret I'm back.
3: And soda. Secrets of the suburbs. Share
0: your secret at safm.com.au.
3: If you missed it, we just had Anonymous tell us that she had a one-night stand, she became pregnant had the baby. Now, her ex-partner, now she told him he's the father, he thinks he's the father. Yeah. She has no idea. The one-night stand's gone back to Brisbane. He has no idea that he may be the father. I actually think there's a responsibility to find out who the little baby's dad is yeah. because it's just like one bloke could be taking responsibility for a baby that's not his and another bloke's got no responsibility. Well,
2: the reason she had the one night stand and didn't tell the guy is because he cheated on her hmm. with her friend. So she, he's not contributing anything financially. She's just liking the fact that he might feel some guilt about yes. the fact that he's not caring for a child, but that child may not actually be his.
3: From the child's point of view, when that child is old enough, surely you want to know who your father is. Is it the bloke from Brisbane and the one-nighter, or is it the bloke that you always think you've been told was your father?
2: Yeah. I, I think mean, the child, geez. when it gets older, everyone's going to want to know who their father
3: is. The, the interesting one in this one is the mother doesn't know. No. And she doesn't want to know. It, it, she should all, I almost feel like she should be made to know for that child's health and welfare and for the father's as well, yeah, to know did, which one is the father. She
2: did say health issues and also like personality issues as well. You kind of want to know, oh gosh, does, do they get that from their father?
3: Yeah, but not just that. Surely the kid and the father has a right to know if they are responsible yeah. for this situation. Yeah. I think. Um, he, that's tough.
2: He's a, he, he. He's a cheater, though. I don't so know. What? Is, that, is that too much of a punishment well, no, to live your life thinking a child that's not yours? Hang as on, well hang as on, hang on. Take it from
3: a kid's point of view. Even if he is a cheater, the kid has the right to know who his dad is. Mm. Surely, isn't mm. that the case? Yeah,
2: I think you're probably right. But I think she'll come to that decision on her own. Yeah. All right.
3: oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, look, I, I can remember reading this stat once, right? And it was something like for all of the guys that did um, a paternity test because they weren't sure whether the kid was theirs, something like a fifth weren't the legitimate fathers. So that's not one in five dads across the board. That was one in five that suspected there was an issue. So you'd think that there's a a reasonably significant amount... Of people out there. I think
2: that's a low, that's a low number though, one in five, because it means, because you've uh, got, obviously on, got 20% great percent suspicion. 20% of that group. Yeah, but they, they've got a reason to be suspicious. Yeah, so I four know. out of five are like, oh no, it's okay. It's my kid.
3: Yeah, but even one person, if and you're that one person in that group that yeah, doesn't know. But they're
2: probably deadbeat dads trying to get out of payments. All right, Michelle really? has called in from Smithfield. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I definitely believe that
0: she needs to find out um, who the father is so mm. that when the child does ask, she has a definitive answer. Unlike my cousin, um, I had a cousin who was in this situation. She had questioned her whether or not her father that she grew up believing was her dad, mm-hmm. yeah. really was. So I suggested that she ask her mum and when she did, her mother's answer was, well, he could be any one of the number of truckies that I hitchhiked to Sydney with. What? Huh. Uh-huh.
3: So oh, God. my cousin
0: was devastated. She felt like she wished she'd never asked.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> Go to mum for being honest. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. Um <gasps> In that case, honesty was not the best policy. No, wow. no so
3: Michelle, your cousin still has absolutely no idea no who her real dad is. No,
0: she's lived her whole life not having no clue oh. who her actual biological father is.
3: And oh, yeah, she, no. lost, she lost
0: a lot of respect for her mum at that point as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a very slippery slope um, that she's on. Um, so I definitely think in her child's interest, it's best to find out for certain Yep. so that when the child does ask
2: at some point, she's got an answer. <laughs> Not yeah. like my aunties.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Michelle, thank you so much. Got oh, that. Be um, careful
2: what you wish for, hey?
3: Wowee, hey, any number of truckies.
2: Hmm. SAFM's Beck and Soda. So, on the way home from school drop-off yesterday, and I realised I needed a few things at the shops, which is always annoying, because I hate stopping off on the way home. I just want to get home. So, uh, Frankie was captain at netball last night, so I had to pick up some oranges and some lollies. Yes. And then, you know, when you're at the shops and you think of another couple of things you Mm. need to pick up. Absolutely. So, I got some mint leaves. Some satay sauce. Mm -hmm. What, mint
3: leaves, the lollies or mint? No, because I decided
2: I wanted to make rice paper rolls, but then I didn't. So I went to the checkout and I had this juggle of stuff and the lady said, would you like a bag? And I said, no, I don't want a bag. I can juggle these things because you know I'm all about sustainability. So I've got (laughs) this big bag of of oranges. She gave me a funny look when I said, no, I'm okay, and started juggling them, which I worked out later why I'd had Mm. this massive brain pain. So I'm juggling oranges, two breakable jars of sauce, my mint leaves, my lollies. I'm juggling them all through the car park. People are looking at me the whole way. I get to the car, I open the door and I dump everything on the seat. And mm. as I do that, I lift my right arm and there dangling from my elbow yes. was a big shopping bag that I had picked up when I went into the shops and had completely forgotten yeah. that I was carrying the bag. So <laughs> i said, no, I'm good. The checkout operator has watched me <laughs> <carrying> <laughs> the carry, bag, everything. <laughs> carry everything in my arms, juggling, almost yes. dropping it with a big shop, empty shopping bag. Hang off your elbow. Hanging off my elbow. Oh my God. I've lost the plot.
3: Oh dear. Is and that you that just pe- imagine you navigating your way through the car park, <laughs> looking like you're a clown <laughs> juggling like in the circus, it. while you've got your big bag hanging off.
2: All right, so that's Exhibit A for yes. my brain fade. Okay. I also decided in my decor um, at home that I didn't mm. like the look of a matchbox. You know those little what? red matchboxes that I kept near my candle. Yeah. Bleeby's yawning. Stay yeah. with me. <laughs> I started talking home decor and I've lost the fellas. It's a good story. Stay with Sorry. me. I'm with you. So I'm like, you know what I can do? I'm going to take the matches out of the matchbox and yep. I'm going to put them in this cute little porcelain cup next to the candle. Yeah. I love it. It so, looks so pretty. and yeah. yeah, so aesthetically
3: pleasing. Yeah, what else happened?
2: Next time I go to light the candle, yep. I've thrown out the matchbox. <laughs>
3: I've got the matches. I've got nothing to strike it off. Because the box is so ugly. The box is gone. So I've got a match display and I can bloody.
2: <laughs>
3: so then I had to search through to draw and find a lighter. <laughs> Can't you do it like John Wayne style when they used to light yeah. their cigarettes in the westerns and just light it off your boot <laughs> no. or off the wall?
2: No, so I have to buy another matchbox. <laughs> you idiot. I'm such here? an idiot.
3: Right, you should get um, a matchbox and cut the little bit that you like, yeah. right, blue tack it under the table mm. so that when people come, you grab the matchstick and you just go off the table and go... Yeah, man light it. And then they'll I think you're that. a genius.
2: Magic because Beck. If your idea, I'll never use it. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> Tell us about your brain fates. What about Jess uh, on Facebook here? She called... Her boss, dad. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's like
2: calling your teacher, mum. Hey,
3: hey Flax, out there, going, go, give it to him. He can hear us, our boss.
2: Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Hey, a pay daddy. rise, daddy. Hey, dad. <laughs>
3: daddy. Hey, daddy. No, he's, he's not he's listening. Not All right, so we
2: asked on thirteen ten sixty. Do give us a call. What's your brain fade? Because brain fog is a symptom of the Perries. Uh, Kirsty, you know, Turn, what did you do? I'm right smack
0: in the Perries. It would seem because I was trying to be domesticated goddess, which I'm not. Mm. Um, Stuffed a duck, took ages stuffing this stupid duck and put it in the oven and left it in the oven for an hour while I was prepping everything else, making the whole house tidy, blah, blah, blah. Went back and I hadn't turned the oven on.
3: Oh, <laughs> Kirsty, How long was it in there for your duck? An hour. <gasps> oh, no.
0: And let's just say that I lost my shit and I went in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> so we had oh, salad for dinner.
3: Poor no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. It was yeah. the poor duck when it was... Killed before, but not for the fact that it sat in the oven (laughs) cold. The duck couldn't feel that it wasn't being warmed up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Renee from Andrews Farmers, Texas, through in the Auto Uh, Masters text line 0488 She took her son to school, forgot his school bag. And then had to go back and get it, and then had to go back a third time because she forgot his
3: lunchbox. What about this one? Brooke from Largs Bay. Oh, I love this. She went to the car wash because it was a really nice day. When she got there, she'd realised that her dirty car was at home because it was such a nice day. She walked to the car <laughs> wash. <laughs>
2: SAFM's Beck and Soda.
3: The Adelaide Fringe Festival is back, guys. It'll be with us before you know it. It
2: comes around quickly. You talk about Mad March, but it actually begins in February and you can binge on Fringe for less at banksa.com.au. Bank SA cardholders receive 25% off selected Fringe tickets when they pay with their Bank SA Mm. card. How good, Soda. Have you picked out what you want to see?
3: Plenty, yes. Let's
2: go and see, like, a dirty one together, like Puppetry of the Penis or something. (laughs)
3: I don't know if that's showing, <laughs> isn't it? It's always showing. It's
2: literally showing. Mine <laughs> isn't. Right?
0: Um, uh, speaking of uh, fr- fringe tickets, <laughs> we we uh, from next week we start giving away a whole bunch of fringe tickets to you as well. I mean, our our mate Hughie and Tommy and Tommy Little are going to be here. We'll
3: have we tickets to their shows. That. Can I go home? <laughs>
2: yes, you can. It's funny. It's awkward. It's like the wrist. Have you seen the wristwatch? <laughs> no, goodbye. <laughs>
3: SAFM's Beck and Soda 6 to 9 weekdays SAFM